Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is episode 46 on the Merry Biz podcast with Marcus Pierce of the Wellness Summit. Welcome to Merry Biz. Get inspired to live your best life and learn what it takes to create an epic business from the world's most amazing entrepreneurs. We're your hosts, Emma and Carla Pappas. Let's get our Merry Biz on. On today's episode, we chat with founder of the Exceptional Life Blueprint and CEO of the Wellness Couch Podcast Network. In a former life, he was a workaholic journalist, radio and television producer, but now his mission is to change people's lives across the globe, whether that's to do with career, relationships, greater wealth or sense of self. We are seriously pumped to welcome Marcus Pierce to Mary Biz. Yay! You girl, thanks for having me on, Mary Biz. I'm a very keen consumer, listener, devoted fan of the Mary Biz podcast. And I say that uh, to pay you a massive compliment because with the Wellness Couch having over 20 podcasts on the network, I don't listen. I'm so fussy, as I'm sure you guys are, with podcasts (laughs) that I listen to these days. You just can't listen to them all anymore. And uh, you girls are refreshingly um, awesome with Mary Biz. So thanks for having me on. Love it. What a compliment. Thank Thank you so much. So um, we want to start off with getting to know a little bit about your day because we know that everyone's day is so different. So what's been on the agenda or what's next? Oh, perfect day to ask. Well, Alpha, uh, my in-laws are here at the moment uh, because we have a baby almost due. <gasps> By the time this records, it may we may have a new baby in the world. But Sarah and I went down to Torakina, Brunswick Heads Beach this morning with our kids. I went for a run. Sarah dipped in the ocean. I did a bit of wife stalking because as I was coming back from the run, I could see her big pregnant belly coming out of the ocean while she was floating on her Aww. back. Uh, and I was thinking, how beautiful is that? We had a bit of special time together. And then I uh, ducked down to my favorite cafe, a little shout out to Tableview and Brunswick Head, smashed out my frogs for the day till about lunchtime and um, and had a bite to eat with the family. Now chatting to you girls. Oh, what an amazing day. day. Yeah, loved it. Loved I it. I think I just saw you post on Facebook about your wife and she is very beautiful. Yes. Oh, she's gorgeous. <laughs> she's gorgeous. So pregnant at the moment and uh, I just think pregnant women, they just, they just exude beauty. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah, so it's an amazing true. thing. So, Marcus, like, tell us about your story. How did you get to where you are today? Like, where did it all start? Oh, girls, I can talk. So that's a really that's a it's okay, an unfair question on your listeners because oh, I'll right, go right, on. Right, right, right. Let's get like the, the short end. We want like the, the super short. 
All right, super short. So um, loved football growing up, thought I'd be the next Eddie Maguire, was obsessed with being a commentator, um, studied journalism, went into radio um, and then TV, ended up working with Eddie at Channel 9 at the footy show, realised that I'd probably – I loved what I did like, and I still love football to this day, but I'd had enough of strained hamstrings and torn ACLs and, you know, broken shoulders. It's quite repetitive. And um, I met my beautiful wife, Sarah, who's a chiropractor, and I – I caught the chiropractic bug. I really saw an incredible world um, with Cairo. So we traveled the world, um, went around Europe, lived in Ireland in a little thatched cottage for a year. Um, I managed a chiropractic practice while Sarah was working in it. And then I realized once our first child was born, 2010, I was reading a book by John Robbins, uh, Healthier 100, speaking uh-huh. about um, how individuals, uh, they did a study on 600 people, Yale School of Public Health. They asked them, as you age, you become less useful useful, agree or disagree, and uh, the people that agreed lived seven and a half years shorter than those that agreed, that those that um, thought they would live a great long life, that they were happy to age well. So that really got me thinking that just a belief was powerful enough to cut our life by seven and a half years. Uh, So for everyone listening, you don't want to be scared of aging. You want to be looking forward to uh, the rest of your life, And, um, and, and that's really... That kind of transitioned me into personal growth media. I always knew when I left football that I'd move into personal growth. I did a lot of Tony Robbins, John D. Martini. I love all that stuff. And um, and then our, my great mate Damien Christoph, who my wife Sarah studied with, uh, came to me one day saying, we've got this podcast and we're doing a, sh- uh, um, a live event, but we don't really know what we're doing. Do you think you could help? And you know, doing a live event for me is like doing a footy show just without the live camera side of yeah. things. Um and so I helped the guys put on their first wellness summit, 2013, and then um, ever since then I've been with the guys, uh, helping them expand the wellness couch, and um, and started up, as you said earlier, the Exceptional Life Blueprint. Wow, oh, I love it! So cool. That's amazing, and I love. Um, I'm actually reading John D. Martini's The Heart of Love at the moment. Is that right? Oh, yeah. great! Yeah, that's that that, book. That, yeah. Oh. that book. Yeah, I freaking love yeah. that book. He's a gun. He's All about a gun. the values and stuff. It was kind of just like mind blowing. Gosh. Yeah. So we love the fact that you like you're part of the wellness guys and the wellness catch and everything they do, and we want to hear like about the wellness summit because I mean the first one started with 140 people and now like we're set to have like over a thousand right in 2016. That's the, that's correct. This year, 994 seats. Bit of standing room. Uh, this will be the first year we crack the ton times 10. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's a really cool, you know, on reflection, I think it's in three short years um, that will happen. But really at the same time, I mean, it's, it's really a great reflection on society that people are so um, into health, wellness, personal growth, making, as I like to say, the corny one line of the rest of their life, the best of their life. People are really keen to do it. So um, it's really nice to, to see that, you know, there's a tribe out there hungry and thirsty for more. Totally. So like why is hosting like an event good for business in general? Oh, look, it's all about real life. You know, I mean, you girls are great at the digital world. I'm not so great at it. I do love it. Um, digital is fantastic. And I come from, again, from a radio and TV background. Mm. So, you know, a lot of my work has been, um, you know, non physical, so to speak. But there's nothing better than um, a real life experience. Whether that's, you know, if you compare the difference between having a chat on Messenger with your best friend versus actually catching up for a meal or a mm. coffee or just 
hanging out. Nothing beats a real life experience. And so I think, you know, in terms of the way people can, you know, um, improve the quality of their life, uh, attending a live event is one thing. But if you're a business and you've got a brand and you've got a message to share or a product to sell or a service to give, you need to, you know, jump out and, and create real life experiences because really it's so easy to create, you know, your Snapchat profile, your yeah. Facebook profile, and it's really easy to get all of your Twitter followers and the rest. But if you're not willing to go out there and meet people in real life, mm. um, you're really doing, and it sounds big, but you're doing humanity a disservice. You must go out there and engage with people meaningfully. Yeah, yeah totally. I think like, I mean, we're huge believers in live events. We've attended many. They've changed our business in so many ways. like the well, rela- let's talk about Tropical Think Tank. I hear about that every time. <laughs> I know, right? It's pretty bad every time. But like, Didn't you fall in love at Tropical Think Tank? <laughs> yes, 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 I did. Well, I was going to say. Life. What were you going to say, Emma? I was going to say, well, now it's kind of funny. I was going to say, like, the amazing relationships you do develop, which is kind of funny. But, like, business, re- business relationships too. Like, I mean, it's like especially those smaller events as well, but big events too, like you just meet new best friends at events. Like instant. It's crazy. Yep, particularly when they're like-minded souls. I mean, wellness is a very much, I feel like I've known you forever type of event. Um, Financial services, probably not so much. Um, (laughs) But do you know what I mean? Like when you get to, you know, health and wellness is a very inspiring um, medium and and there's not, I mean, there can be judgment at the dinner table, but there's not so much Mm -hmm. judgment at uh, an event. And so I think, um, yeah, engaging with people in real life, falling in love, you know, Mm -hmm. in the Philippines as well um, is a great, (laughs) was it Malaysia, the Philippines? Anyway, like that doesn't happen on Facebook. No. Um, I know know we've got Tinder and all those other things, (laughs) but it just doesn't happen. (laughs) So... Nothing, no, sparks don't fly like they do when you meet uh, with real people in the flesh. And uh, no matter what industry you're in, you can create a great event and really see um, just your impact. I mean, yes, your bottom line has a great um, impact as well, but that's really, that's effect driven. That's not why you do it. Um, you know, just to give people, um, you know, a real stat, I love my numbers, but our first wellness summit up on the Gold Coast, $14,000 in expenses, $14,000 in ticket sales. Yeah. So, you know, half Hard-edge business people would go, well, that was a fail, you know, all that time and all that effort. But for us, we were jumping for joy. We were like, people want our message. We filled a room. It was a great event. It flowed well. The feedback was sensational. It was like, right, let's make it bigger and better, you know. And for us, you know, we believe Melbourne's really like the epicenter of health and wellness in Australia. Uh Some people will disagree with that. But Melbourne has that tribe where people generally, they, they really want to go to events. I know Pete Evans will even say that Sydney's the hardest room to fill. Yeah, um, I remember him saying you know, that. Because I remember uh, like Bundaberg for Pete was like massive. Regionals are, regionals are epic, absolutely. Yeah. Because country towns don't get yeah. names or big names or big events um, that much. So I know whenever I do a regional, mm-hmm. like I – speak for a lot of health professionals or chiropractors also can you come and talk about exceptional life blueprint in my mm. town and uh, I did one recently with Joe Witten quirky cooking mm. we both came down to Shell Harbor um, Wollongong-ish and they were just so grateful that you know people come and talk in their town mm. rather than them having to drive up to Sydney or or the rest so regionals are great yeah. for us that makes so much sense so like when you're f- like when you were first doing the wellness summit like you had 140 people at the start like how were you guys like okay we're like we're gonna make it bigger. Like, what were you thinking? Like, what were you like? Okay, these are the steps we could take to grow it. 
Oh, well, oh, it's a good question. On reflection, you know, I'm not one for um, structure and workflows and checklists. I mean, if you looked at my days, you'd probably say, oh, Marcus, that's a lie. You are because I'm looking at my, my, my day for right now and I do have a heap of, you know, lists going on. But I'm also more like it's got to be a heartfelt inspiration. So for yeah. us, it was more like let's just tell everyone. For us, it was putting it on our podcasts. We do most of our promotion just by putting promos on the podcast because yeah. we find that, you know, for for whatever reason, it's more effective for us than, say, Facebook ads or, I mean, we could do more email marketing and the rest. But if we announce it on the podcast, we're coming to Melbourne, this is the date, whatever mm-hmm. it is, this year it's September 10 and 11. But we reckon if we just put it out there um, and we've got enough drive and inspiration to do it, um, then... Um, then it happens. But I think the biggest, you know, I was thinking about this before I came on, the biggest key to a a big successful event in terms of growth for me, in my opinion, is collaborating. You must Mm. engage other people whereas a lot of people want to try and do everything by themselves. But I know, you know, in using a wellness summit as an example, there are people that come along because they want to hear Cindy O'Meara speak or they want to hear Joe Witten speak or they want to hear Damien Christoph speak. Like if we just limit it to, you know, one or two or three people but we don't bring other people in the industry together, um, then you can only have so much impact. You might, you can still have impact but I love the team, the team philosophy particularly in the health and wellness yeah. space. Other other experts, businesses, service providers helping others. Um, it's a good old, you know, if I help you get what you want, then I get what I want type of thing. Yeah, totally. I think that's really, really important as businesses that we do that in creating great events. So, you know, long, long answer to that is just engage more people that have tribes and make the most um, of their tribes but also make sure it's a win-win. It's got to be a win-win. I, I can't stand um, leeching, so to speak, you know, people trying to take advantage of your tribe without trying to give you something back to make it a win-win because win-lose, it's, win-lose just drives me up the wall. Yeah. It's got to be win-win or no deal all the way. Oh, I love yeah, that. that's awesome. So awesome. So by the time this goes live, we can announce that special thing that's happening at this year's Wellness Summit. Oh, if, if, if we can announce that, you know, just it's it's – it's uh, it's not a little special thing. This is probably one of the most biggest special things of this year's Wellness Summit, and I love surprises. So I would love it, uh, but you guys just make sure you you stick to the deal of not publishing this because I know how trigger happy you are with publishing. Your <laughs> oh episodes. no, yeah, no, bang, bang, bang. You're, you're in the schedule. It's not till after the date that we've already talked about via okay. email, and and I'm, I won't let her because it's always Carla. She'll be like, oh, why don't we just yeah. post three podcasts? You'll be this week? yeah, you'll be Snapchatting, holding her arm, going, I'm holding no, Carla's no, 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 arm. No, no, no. Make sure I, she doesn't press publish. I promise. Okay, well let's let's hit them with it. Well, I say it or you say? You say it. Well, I would like to announce on this very special episode of Mary Biz that we have a very special guest speaker coming to this year's Wellness Summit, Saturday, September 10, Sunday, September 11 at the Melbourne Convention and Exhibition Centre, 994 people (laughs) plus standing room only. We'll be there to witness for the first time at the Wellness Summit, Emma and Carla Pappas, it's the Merrymaker Yay! Sisters! Oh, my gosh. <laughs> We're we really excited. are so excited. We're so excited because, like, we've never been to this event yeah. before. And we, but we've, do you know what we have been? We've seen it yes. via Instagram and via Facebook. And it looks like so much fun. So I want to talk about that. Like, how important. Oh, oh yeah. Like, I mean, we should just dwell on that excitement for a little bit longer. Yes. Yay, we're yes, so excited. excited. <laughs> and we can't wait to see so many of our listeners there because we know that we're going to be able to meet so many of you. But... 
I think social media and like people sharing the experience to their friends, right? That would be a big part of kind of the growth. Well, this is a really – I'm so glad you bring this up. I'm just going to put it out there and say the wellness couch as a whole, we're not – We. I'm just going to say we suck at social media. But what we rely on <laughs> – what what we rely on is delivering a good product. So yeah. we do great podcasts and great events and then the social media happens itself yeah. uh, because the people that yeah. listen and the people that attend, they hashtag, you know, Wellness Summit 14 or Wellness Summit 15 or Wellness Summit 16 or whatever and the buzz from that, which doesn't come from us, it comes from our tribe yeah. um, and that's organic and, then, you know, there's no sell in that. That's just people having a good time and I'm a big – but, you know, and I know I'm probably harping on this, but when when I'm running events, I'm saying to every speaker and, and to every attendee, like the speakers are freely available. Like you, mm. if you see them in the toilet, say hi. Yeah. If you see them in the hallway, say hi. They'll want to say hi to you. Like totally. if you see them at their stand, tell them that you listen to their podcast. Nothing annoys me more than someone emailing me a week or two later going, I was at the Wellness Summit but you looked too busy and so I didn't oh, come yeah. up and tell you but I really love listening to your podcast and I listen to it every week. I'm like, seriously, you listen to my podcast more than my mum does and you yeah. didn't come up to me and say that you like it yeah. like I want, I want to connect to you like oh you girls would know if someone totally. recognizes you or says hello it's exciting for you as well yes. it's not them that's nervous and excited you're nervous and excited as well I, like, um, oh my gosh when we get like messages saying oh, I think I just saw you walk by this store and we're like why didn't you say hello exactly exactly <laughs> so like you people <laughs> because you can't do that on Facebook or Twitter or Snapchat I mean you can get a message or someone can send you a little 10 second video snap but that could be a bit stalkerish going I just saw you walking down the street <laughs> but if you come up in, in real life it's actually it's, it's cool it is really- I think, anyway. I think it makes like it just makes everything that we do because we are very online focused it just makes everything worthwhile because it's like whoa like we actually do make an impact yeah and, like, real life people yeah listen. actual people yeah. with like actual faces and bodies yeah so i think yeah. it's totally cool because like we know the kind of vibe of the wellness summit because of social media because yeah. we've seen other speakers post about it because we've seen people yes. post about it and ha- like what they got out of it so i think yeah the wellness summit is an amazing event you guys are just like epic in creating this like awesome community where we and, can all just learn and yet collaboration is where it's at yeah so I like think- i guess like with you guys like you have your podcast so i like it's great that you can tap into the other podcast hosts but like how would you go about like collaborating with someone that maybe you don't have that relationship with or do you think that we need to like kind of create that relationship first Oh, look, you definitely don't want to go in for a one-night stand. It's all – if you think about real relationships yeah. and people might think that, you know, I'm not trying to have a joke here. It's like if you've ever had a guy hit on you and you were like turned off by the experience, think of how often that happens in business. So oh. true. You know, how many times do you get an email saying, hi, guys, can you do this for me? Or, you know, um, I really love you. Can you do this? It's like, well, hold on. We, we kind of need to take it slow and massage the relationship. So, yeah. um I'm no guru on this, but I'm I'm really Captain Common Sense about this. Like, mm. obviously, follow these uh, someone that you want to collaborate with. Subscribe to their emails. Mm. Follow their social media. Engage with them. Be around. Like, comment on their posts. Let them get to know that you're there. You're around. That you value um, that what they deliver. But then you've got to be really sure on how you can deliver value to them because not saying that you can't ask people for favors but let's be very clear here it's much easier for you girls to do a favor for each other than for you to do a favor for a stranger that you've never met when you get favors asked for or like 
all the time. Totally. It's a really, really tricky game. I know if I get an email from someone going, can you um, help me out with this? Like someone just emailed me this morning saying, um, I'm, I'm listening to a, a course on Creative Live. I'm listening to videos. Can you help me um, download them or listen to them on audio? <laughs> Now, it sounds like a really annoying email, but he's a paid client of mm. mine for my Exceptional Life Blueprint, which has nothing to do with, you know, technical stuff, mm. but I'm more likely to, to, totally. to, help, to want to help him. So oh I did. Yes. Seconds, right? um, and that's the same thing with collaboration. Like you've actually got to, you've got to deliver real value. Again, it's that win, win or no deal. Don't go to someone to collaborate with, with them if you don't have a win for them yeah. because then it's no deal. It's win for you, lose for them which is no deal, okay? It's got to be how can I deliver value to that person? I so for that. us... I think that's such an important message like for any kind of collaboration at all. And yeah, we can definitely agree. Like we get emails all the time. I have a canned response set up yeah. in my email. Like yep. this is... And I just go... No, like And also, I, just, I also want to add like it is Captain Common Sense too because like... We knew that. Yeah. We, didn't, we didn't get taught that, yeah. but, but so we never did it. do it. So many people do it. Yeah, it's very bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so okay, I don't know a if the sample of size of three is uh, is is enough to say that seven point four billion should know company common sense, but the three of us do, which makes hundred <laughs> yes! percent of we this rock. conversation. We all think it it's it's uh you know that's the way it's supposed to be, but um, clearly there's a number of people that want something for nothing. <laughs> that's so funny. They missed the memo. What the hell? We need to send the memo. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Okay, so I want to chat like about event experience because I mean we've been to several events where like the vibe has been so amazing, and I don't. And then I've been to another event where maybe it hasn't been so amazing. What is yeah. it that makes a good vibe? Uh, okay, well you know um, this is a really this is I, I don't know if this is innate or if this is learnt behaviour. Mm. Okay, so I'm a TV producer by trade or radio producer by trade, whatever you want to call it. I've got a very high attention to detail. Mm. I probably think it's Captain Common Sense, but a number of people come up to me and say, can you teach me how to do this? And I'm like, really? But let's just get all common sensey for a moment. You've got to have music playing in the background, but it's yeah. got to be good music, okay? Yeah. And it's got to be boppy. It can't be like events aren't a time to play. Um, <laughs> re- what's it? Give me a deep song like, you know, don't Hello, play a really slow Adele me. song. Like, yeah. Don't <laughs> Adele play down song don't when you Adele. broke up with your boyfriend or girlfriend when you were 13 and listening to some downtrodden, soppy song. That's not to play. Like I play like, and I think I'm going to play it again, but I love um, some of the Macklemore, uh, you know, Ceiling Can't Hold Us. I've got I the kids yeah, on and they dance this yes, morning. Yes. You know, peanut butter jelly, peanut butter jelly, yeah, peanut butter jelly. Anyway, you can't not be happy listening to that song. Pardon yeah, but all the cool, <laughs> happy songs, even if they're five years old, yes. they can really great songs. It's just to get people happy. My view is when they're in the room, it's a happy place, but mm. a lot of the external world is an unhappy place, mm. uh, rightly or wrongly. So we've got to make sure that you don't have to be, you know, happy on steroids. I'm not I'm not saying be inauthentic. Yeah. I'm just saying create um, an empowering, confidence-building, um, happy environment. So music is one thing. Um, so you've got to have that auditory experience, okay? Then we need to have the visual experience. You've got to have branding, flowers. Again, I'm a bloke, so I'm very blokey in my visual perception. So I will get Karen Smith, who's one of the Wellness Couch podcasters, a great um, individual. She's very visual. So before every event, I'll say, Karen, 
tell me what to do with the stage. Like, yes. where do the flowers go? She'll go. Like, she'll all go all feng shui on me and go, right, that goes there. And don't put that banner there because that blocks off that energy. Yeah. Turn that banner around that way and all the rest of it. Awesome. So you've got to have some kind of visual now, particularly from what it's going to look like through the camera, yes. the video camera, the mobile device. Yeah. You want to have that looking schmick because if you don't, you can have this great event but it looks average. I know when I put on my own event, I I put on my Exceptional Life Blueprint event in Byron last year, I had a couple of um, potted plants, a couple of banners, I was on a big stage. It didn't look great. Like We had the best two days but my blokey just put it up there. You know what I'm saying here, right? Like just get it done. That that whole get it done philosophy can be really good for some things but it can really suck on some other things, particularly if it's visual. So it sounds very sexist but you do need either some feminine energy or some real girly visualized um, minds helping you set the stage and that goes with your exhibitor area. I really believe in having exhibitors Mm. because it's an extension of saying that this is not all about you. If it's just all about you, it's just a bit one-dimensional. So you want to have... Food, or you want to have um, uh, food is a, is a great experience enhancer. The yeah, only trouble with food, is, the only trouble with food is if you, like for example, at the summit, we don't include food in the price because everyone's vegan or paleo yeah, or raw or five and two or no grains or grain or whatever it is. It's just a minefield. But if you can have like salted caramel by the Mary Maker Sisters, <laughs> you guys aren't allowed. I haven't told you this, but the asterisk is you guys aren't allowed to speak unless you bring a <laughs> container full of salted caramel. Uh, <laughs> Not for a thousand and, people, and, and, just and, uh, for you, right? Uh, just, just, yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, um, we can do that. <laughs> yes, I can't believe I said that and you just said yes. <laughs> you don't ask, um, you don't get. I know, exactly. Um, so visual, auditory, and then the kinesthetic side of it is that real human emotion. There's nothing worse if you go to an event and the people at the registration desk mm. are just like, name, oh, number, yes. here's your back. So you've got to have people working in your registration team that are maitre d's, like they're front of house. Mm. They are just a great... Um, they're a great humanistic representation of your business, your brand, your service, your event. So I, I get people at registration that are organized, that are cool under pressure because registration, when you've got, say, a 1,000 people, it's going to be fraught with danger. But even with 10 people, it can be fraught with danger. Oh, you spelt my name wrong in the name tag. Yeah. Oh, my friend's here, but I, I booked for another person, but now I brought someone else. Mm. You know, being able to deal with those things on the fly, you need someone that's good at that. And these are like detail-oriented things, but again, this is like a relationship. The little things are the big things. Events are probably yeah. the most sensitive um, um, uh, business, uh, you know, um, de- uh, business elements that you can create yeah. because you're dealing with people's emotions. Totally. People don't really care if you stuff up on a Facebook post. Like totally. if that, you know, if you put a 10 second photo on Snapchat, which is boring, people forgive <laughs> that very quickly. <laughs> They forgive very quickly. They move on. They don't unfollow you, right? But if you stuff up something small at a live event, people can take a grudge on that. Like if you don't have someone's name tag there, the mm-hmm. wrong that that happening to the wrong person, so to speak, that can that can be, um, even though it might sound really small, that can be annoying, like really yeah, annoying. Really. That can affect someone's experience. If you forget, if you do cater and for some reason you don't cater to that person's um, dietary requirements, they're going to remember that. So yeah. you want to be 
very conscious in working on the small details and that comes down to a level of care. You've got to care enough about your attendees to go, you know what, if that happens to me or my my mum or my sister, what impact would that have on my experience? Mm. So you want to make sure that you get really detail-oriented, which a lot of visionaries have difficulty with. You've got to get detail-oriented on on the, the experience of your attendee. Totally. And it's like, the, like especially with registration, it's like first impressions. Like when someone walks into an event, you want to be greeted with a smile. You want like it to be really seamless, not like not be that like difficult, awkward conversation where you're like, where's my name tag? I actually hate it when people forget yep. my name tag. Like I, I don't <laughs> like having the sticker when everyone else has the badge. No. Yeah. You don't want the handwritten <laughs> one when everyone's got a beautifully typed one. I know. Uh, it's no. so funny. Because then it's it like, oh, are you the ringing? Did you just rock up this morning exactly. and hope that you could? Exactly. It is really funny. It definitely is those small things. And, like, the music. Like, if you if someone's playing an annoying song at an event, I'm like, ah, oh, stop playing that song. <laughs> and it, like, bugs uh, me the whole event. And another thing, yeah. I, like, I want to add is, like, AV. Like, oh, how yeah. important is that? Okay, now so now we're getting down to things which which people, they, they go cheap on because yes. they don't necessarily make you money. Yeah. But, they co- but they cost money, right? Oh, yeah. So, so for example, uh, AV and then things like goodie bags are two things that don't, <laughs> don't make you money uh, and they can cost you money. But let's just say a couple of things here. AV, for example, um, depending on what you want to do, you, you, you can make money off AV if you're going to do it well and then sell the recordings of your event. So we sell our recordings to the summit. It's a great value add. Uh, it's a great piece of um, – it's a great product to sell for people that can't make the event yeah, for any number of reasons. Uh, but it might cost, you know, four or five grand to have two days of AV. Mm-hmm. So, but you can make money on it depending on how many recordings um, you then sell. But if it's your first event, that could be a really, it could be a big deal. So, you know, sometimes I don't have an event. Um, Veed, I don't have the visual, but I will do the A. I'll audio record it and mm. I can sell people the audio, mm. um, but I might not necessarily see the gain in the video. But sometimes it's really important to think of the gains full full strength because you you could have something videoed and then record it as a whole online program, which is, you know, Brendan Bashard, he did that with Experts Academy, essentially just held, held his two-day event, had it recorded and then chopped it up and, and, and sold it off. You can do that. Um, so you can have a business strategy behind your AV or you can simply go, you know what? I want people sitting at the back of the room to be able to feel like they're at the front of the room. So I'm going to pay top dollar to have a great to have a great shot. And look, you know, I coming from say the wellness summit, you know, twenty sixteen version, we put we put expenses like it's not even a it's not even a decision. Like it's already done. You know, um it just happens. First time event, first time we did the summit, um, that 14 grand expenses, 14 grand income. Um, oh no, we did have that video. No, we did have that video. Um, <laughs> but that was, but that was a big decision. Like that was a big decision. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. that was probably, that was a one day event. That was probably 2000 bucks out of 14 mm. grand in expenses. So that was a, that was a bigger decision. Um, but I do think you want to pay attention. You want to stick your business brain on two things like your AV, like why are you doing it? Are you making a buck or are you improving the experience of the uh, attendee because you you really want to be able to do that? Um, 
but depending on the size of the event, you know, if you're doing a 10, if you're doing a, a retreat for three days, uh, for 10 people, um, you don't necessarily need a, a videographer there the whole time. You might have someone come for a day to do like, to like, to do a highlights reel. And that can be really good for on selling, um, future events. We did that with the wellness breakthrough this year. We had 50 mm-hmm. people at our wellness breakthrough. We had the videographer come for 24 hours, put together the highlights reel that will help us sell. The next wellness breakthrough. Yeah, exactly. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Such cool. Such, such good advice. Great advice. I'm for glad anyone. that makes sense because I can ramble on. Yeah, anyone no, all wanting, of it made sense. Yeah, all of it did. And for anyone like wanting to run an event, I think we've just like gone through so many like things that like people need to think about. That often I think people maybe don't yeah. think it's involved in an event. Like I think they think yeah. it's easy, and it's definitely not. Like it's like it's like a big thing, but it's yeah. all worth I, it. It's so worth it. Yeah, and so I'm sure there's people out there that have uh, big checklists. If anyone really wants events to go well, you, you know, and you are a checklist oriented, then oh, yeah. you know you guys can probably recommend them better than I can. People that that help people put events together, um, and you do need a checklist to get it done, then go for it. You know, I'm coming from a different background where it's it's in my nature. I know what I'm doing. I don't need a checklist and the rest. But other people. Um, do and I think it's really important to do so if it's all very new to you because you don't want to pay a disservice to your attendees by just slipping up on on you know Captain Common Sense elements. Yeah, yeah totally. totally. And you don't want to like do anything to diminish your brand that you've already created. Whether like like because you've got to like keep that consistent as well when you're like attending like creating a live kind of experience. So Marcus, before we get to our last question, because I can't believe we're almost out of time, I want to quickly check in. Have we like missed anything that you think is really vital when it comes to organizing big events? Well it's it might sound unrelated, but I say this to our volunteer staff um team every year at about five minutes before we open the doors and there's a line of 300 people that are getting anti and fidgety mm-hmm. i just huddle them all around i say boys and girls just remember we're not curing cancer no one's died yeah. everything's good there's nothing wrong here yeah. don't let this become the unraveling of you we don't really need to stress about this as much as people go how can you say that like there's about a thousand people about to walk through the door think about it put this into perspective like there's people out there dying every couple of seconds of hunger like we don't have any problems and i I think as much as we can get really we can really stress about these things it's just not worth it and i do think that allows you to perform better and provide a better service um on the on the day or the week that you're running your event so put it into perspective folks because again um you're not you're not curing cancer. Oh, I love, love that. It, love it, so love it. before we do get to our last, last question, where can everybody find you online? Where's the best place? Oh, I kind of put everything that I do at marcuspierce.com.au because I'm a bit spread out with Exceptional Life Blueprint. If you want to go, if you want to take your whole life from mediocre to magnificent, again, my corny one-liner, then <laughs> all of it's at marcuspierce.com.au, the two podcasts I run. Uh, that's Pierce with an A. I'm sure that'll be in the show notes, but it's yeah. P-A-R-C-E.com.au. And um, yeah, podcasts, events, uh, blogs, uh, mentoring and support, all of that. It's all Perfect. there. Awesome. And Marcus, the last question is, what is the one mantra you're living by right at this moment? Oh, jeez. There's, uh-huh. a, there's a few. Um, look, I do love you can't. One. I do love, um, well, at the moment, it's all about um, the baby will come out in its own time because uh, a lot of people do things in their own time, not on our time. Aww. We want people to do things on our agenda. So 
I think that's probably it actually, recognizing yeah. that other people have their agendas and we might get really angry when people don't do things on our deadlines. Mm. But, uh, you know, using this baby as an example, the baby will come out when it's ready and uh, that's how I think we probably need to be wiser the way we treat humanity, that everyone's running their own agendas and let's respect that mm. a little bit more. deep and meaningful to end the podcast. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Marcus, for spending this past half an hour with us. We've had so much fun and I can't wait to share it out with everyone. I know that anyone who's looking to run an event is going to get so much from this. So thank you. Oh, girls, before we finish up, I just want to say, because you got me onto Snapchat, I am Marcus D. Pierce, Marcus D. for David Pierce on all the social medias, including Snapchat. And anyone that sees any of my snaps, you can thank the Marys for getting me onto Snapchat. (laughs) Yeah. You added that. I love it when people promote their snaps on here. We'll add all of that to the show notes as well. So thank you again, Marcus. Thanks, girls. to Marcus for coming on the show. There was some great event advice in there and we're going to be implementing some of that into our event, which is coming up soon in February. But if you're interested in more of the wellness side of things, we are really excited to be going to the Wellness Summit in September. So if you do want to come along, head on over to thewellnesssummit.com and use the coupon code MERRYSUMMIT15. That's Merry Summit 1-5 and you'll get $100 off your ticket. Yay, we can't wait to see you at the Wellness Summit or even better, at Starters and Makers in February. Yay, it's very exciting. More on that soon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.